from 1996. Taking out the album, Did I Shave My Legs for This? That's music from Dina Carter with Strawberry Wine. What a name of an album. Did I shave my legs for this? Wondering what was going through my mind, though. Good afternoon to you, wherever you find yourself. Welcome to your Super Hits Radio. And, of course, welcome to Ignition. I should have played you the very best of your kind of music around this time of the day. I am Sammy Forsen. It's a lovely sunny Wednesday. And I'm excited because Masterclass is coming up in a jiffy. And this afternoon, my brother, Yao Enim Banafu, continues the discussion regarding labor relations. We'll be looking at the overall management strategy programs in ensuring a cooperative atmosphere. And he'll be speaking to uh, the guru when it comes to this, Mr. Ben Jones Agbai. He happens to be a human resource professional. So as I always do say, get your pens and papers ready and uh, get a few pointers on how to be the best at what you do. Masterclass is on. From now until 2.51, I bounce back with part two of Ignition right here on your Super Hits Radio. In these moments of increasing uncertainties, firms are compelled to seek tailored solutions to reduce risk and grow their businesses. For startup investors, SMEs and business owners, First Code Management Services provides advisory and facilitation support for company formation and business setup, corporate secretarial and business compliance, accounting, research and market entry, as well as training and capacity building. First Code Management Services is your first point of call for your management support services. Talk to us today. Call us on 0302-297-2263 or 0302-297-2264. Locate us at 60A Westlands Boulevard, West Lagon, or visit firstcodelimited.com for more. Industry. Get it right. Are you looking for a top-ranked British degree here in West Africa? Then look no further. Lancaster University, Ghana is here in Accra. Experience quality student life at our on-site hostels, sports complex, and in our world-class teaching and learning environments. Join our foundation program directly after Yawasi and advance to our undergraduate programs in law, accounting and finance, computer science, marketing, politics and international relations, economics and international relations, or business management. For working professionals, join our globally accredited executive MBA. Apply now for October intake, commencing at the new Transnational Academic Group campus located at Tantra Hill. Contact us via email at admissions at lancaster.edu.gh and visit lancaster.edu.gh to learn more about our campus relocation. Lancaster University, Ghana, the only British university campus in West Africa. Joy 99.7 FM.
very good afternoon to you, our cherished listeners and viewers. It is indeed another blessed and beautiful Wednesday. And we here at Multimedia and Joy Business are super excited to bring you yet another exciting edition of your favorite business development program on Radio Masterclass. Masterclass is powered by Joy Business and brought to us by Goyle. Goyle, they say good energy. Goyle, Yenara, Yedia. Masterclass is also brought to us by First Code Management Services. They say industry. Get it right. And also by Lancaster University. They like to say they are the only British university campus in West Africa. They are also sponsors of the show and they make it possible for us to bring you Masterclass today. I'm excited to be here on the show today because today we conclude our conversations that we've been having in the last three shows. This, this is the third show where we've been talking about labor relations and industrial relations. There are certain keywords that sometimes when we hear, you know, it, it triggers a certain disquiet in, 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 in all conversations where employer-employees are related. You hear words like litigation just on the news this afternoon. UTAG is also talking about the same thing. It, it sort of characterizes every conversation where there is an employer and there is an employee. And we've been looking closely at the conversation of labor relations and how we can sort of work that process to bring mutual benefit, if you like, to our business owners and also to our employees and essentially to make our nation Ghana great and strong to bring enrichment to our entrepreneurship process. We've been blessed um, in the last couple of weeks to have been joined by a renowned HR professional, HR consultant who has over 25 years of experience under his belt. He used to work in Valco as HR and was in charge of labor relations. He's currently a lecturer at the Chartered Institute of Human Resource Management Practitioners and in the person of Mr. Ben Jones Agbai. Mr. Agbai, you're welcome back to the conversation. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. I, I have mixed feelings today because um, beyond today, we may have to find another time to sort of come back to this conversation. But yeah. otherwise, I believe that we've shared some very profound thoughts, right. trying to lay the platform, if you like, or the foundation for all of these conversations, how we can look at it carefully, the things to look out for, mm -hmm. and how to manage it. Particularly yeah. so in the conversation that we had last week, yep. where you sort of highlighted the role of the line manager and, you know, the role of management and the regulators in this conversation. Because clearly there is a certain balance of responsibility, if sure, you like, sure. between the owner or the manager <laughs> mm -hmm, and the worker. Mm -hmm. And this balance has to be right. Because like you said, the worker comes to the table with expectations. Sure. The employer goes to that same table with expectations. Sure. For which reason, if you look at the labor law, you know, um, that defines all of this conversation. It talks about rights of an employee and duties of an employee. Sure. Then it talks about the rights of an employer and duties of an employer. Sure, sure, so sure, where sure. do we find the balance? Mm. Just do a quick recap for us mm. and then take us straight into today's conversation, which will be looking at the strategy, if you like, mm. of dealing with all of this sure. and also a bit of the management involvement. Right. And then let's, let's go straight <laughs> into today's conversation. Okay. Right. Um, yeah, thank you very much and uh, thank Joy FM for the platform, you know, Mm. It's a huge platform, and um, I, I am happy for our listeners if they have been listening, mm. because we are sharing wealth of knowledge, which otherwise they'll have to go to a, a training room, a, a school to pay for. <laughs> <laughs> indeed, indeed. <laughs> um, so far, we've been trying to um, talk about the issue of the context of management worker relations, mm. and we've dealt with it at length. Um, briefly, um, there are a few things that I, I didn't talk about that time, but I'll reserve that for the closing session. Mm. And today, 
what I want to do is talk about the role of the HR professional in ensuring mm -hmm. that enterprises uh, have harmonious and uh, cooperative management worker relations. In fact, they are the people who are trained to deal with those issues. But strategically, I've decided to bring them to the closing end of the discussion because I don't want people to be preoccupied with the role of the HR professional when the line manager has a special role to play in this process, and of course, the workers themselves. So today, I'll be talking about the HR professional. And briefly, the HR professional, they are trained to deal with these HR issues. Even as I speak now, some of them are writing their professional exams at the Institute of Human Resource Management Practitioners. Mm. I just drove past that place. Mm. I saw them. And um, when they are certified, you bet, you mean they are just right for the job of helping management, the line manager, the workers, and all in the organization mm. to be able to I mean, develop that kind of relation that we are talking about. Mm. So their role is very important. The role of the HR professional is professional. very important. Yeah. So if an enterprise is in a position to hire an HR professional, they should do mean they will help them okay now um bringing this discussion to an end there are certain strategies and practices that over the years call it best practices that um we have come to realize are very helpful in the development and the sustenance of in good management worker relations and those are the practices and the strategies i want to talk about today and then thereafter talk about some inspirational issues. How I mean, entrepreneurs, business managers, owners of businesses, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, uh, Nati, Nati <laughs> what they should be doing constantly when mm -hmm. they go to, to inspire I mean, that relationship that we are talking about. You know, it's been found out that companies that enjoy enduring, sustained, my words, Enduring, sustained, mm. not on and off, not on and off, no. Mm. Enduring, sustained management worker relations. It's been found are that they take particular interest in the hiring of people. In other words, they, they are very clear about the skills and the attributes that they want to bring to the organization. Attributes like initiative, judgment, adaptability to learn, etc., they are particular about some of those skills and attributes. Mean, they don't necessarily emphasize on skills that people bring from schools because they know that some of those skills can be trained for. They can train people in it. But some of the things that they are not able to change people easily are some of these attributes that we are talking about. So, all over the world, successful management worker relations, owners, managers, HR people, they take particular interest in the hiring process. What they try to do sometimes is to create a large pool of workers and do several screening. But they, they make the selection process very tough. And eventually, 
when they come out to determine that this is the person we want for the organization, they are sure that is the right person. And of course, they just don't place people on the job even after they've gone through this strenuous process of fishing out the ideal employee. You know what they also do is that they take their time to go through a thorough orientation and onboarding process with the new hire. Um, people come enter the organization with the back perception of how things should run, with their experiences. When they enter industry, they enter with those perceptions and experiences and mindsets. Therefore, they have to be deburdened out of those skills and mindsets and perceptions. So well-run organizations with several years of experience in management worker relations, they take their time to hire people and hire the right person. So this is important. So entrepreneurs should just not work out and just bring anybody into the organization, just probably because the person has the skills. They must also look out for those skills that they have not been trained for judgment, mean team uh, membership skills, etc. So that is very important. Another thing that we have also found out that large corporations and even SMEs do to maintain, enduring, and sustain management worker relations is that they communicate a lot. But they understand that communication is the lifeblood of the organization. So they communicate horizontally and they communicate vertically. They communicate on employees' compensation. They communicate on expanded standards of behavior, disciplinary code, and sanctions. They take their time. When I say communicate, I mean they take their time to do these things very well. They take their time to update employees on the state of the business, financial performance and challenges, if the need arises. And we, unfortunately, people hold the view that how the company is performing is no business of the employee. It is a business of the employee. Because if the employee knows how the company is doing, they will not come up with some of the demands that they make on the company. Um, I, I, don't, I don't want to enter into the current developments on the labor scene in Ghana, <laughs> but it's very interesting mm. um, because <laughs> whether the government can pay those things that they are asking for, uh, do the unions have a thorough understanding of the financial situation of the, of the country at this time? That's the kind of things I'm talking about. Business education, I mean, how the company is doing. They hold regular debates with the workers and department meetings to talk about how the company is doing. Yeah, let me tell you something. The fact that the company is doing well doesn't mean that they should give all the money to the workers. Does it mean that? No, but if, if the workers don't know that the company is not doing well, they'll put a lot of demands on you. They provide opportunities, avenues for employees' feedback, not only of their needs, but also things that affect the business. They also do extensive engagement with the workers. You know, engagement is different from to communicate. At the appropriate time, we'll talk about the engagement. 
what it, what it means to be engaged with your workers. Uh, certain things are going on in our country, and I feel that um, the employers are not too well engaged with their employees. Even at the public sector level, the engagement aspect is lacking. Um, we are not here to talk about those and so we'll end it over there. Okay. Um, it has also been found that organizations that have cooperative, harmonious, enduring, strategic, long-term into the future relations with their workers also have fair discipline and an operational non-intimidating grievance handling system in place. I want to explain this words. I mean, a fair discipline and an operational non-intimidating grievance handling system in place. They develop fair rules and consequences. Discipline is communicated. Dis discipline policy is communicated. It doesn't stay in the HR's drawer. And when I mean communicated, I don't suggest that the unions or the workers' leaders should do the communication. Communication is the role of management. Management must do a thorough work at communicating to employees. So when I say that discipline is communicated, I really mean that management must take the opportunity, take time to communicate the disciplinary procedures that are available. Um, sometimes we try to <coughs> communicate the different procedures during orientation. But I dare say that that may not be enough. Even after we have placed employees on the job, HR working with the line managers must find time to communicate the disciplinary procedures. Because, you know, the discipline is one of the major causes mm. of conflict I mean, in, 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 in management worker relations. So communicating the discipline procedure is very important. Infractions, alleged infractions, are thoroughly and impartially investigated. Give people the benefit of the doubt. Mm. I myself have had an experience where um, I, I, I rushed with the termination <coughs> of an employee, and it has haunted me ever since, because I later made out that what we thought was his offense was not his offense. So, and uh, that over there. So, uh, we should not do anything that haunts us into the future. Mm. So, when there is alleged breach of the discipline procedure or the code, we should take our time to investigate it. What I mean, that's Dis what I mean. Dispassionately. Dispassionately. Yeah. Take yourself <laughs> out. Give the employee the opportunity to explain to say what he has. Don't jump to the conclusion before the employee starts. And if the employee wants somebody <coughs> else to come and st stand by him, I mean, to give the confidence to either write his report mm -hmm. or say what he wants to say, he must give him the opportunity. Discipline must be corrective and not punitive. Mm. Discipline is intended to reform so don't kill a, a fly with a hammer. Don't kill a fly with a hammer. You smash it. 
see, that's why when employees are on, are on interdiction, it is always good to be giving them some money, either half pay or something, that, that they can live on. Because, I mean, until you have investigated and have made out that, hey, the crime has been committed, I mean, the person is still around. How does he live? Give him something for him to live on as to do the investigations. And if it turns out that, hey, he has not committed the offense, what happens? You only pay him back half. Mm -hmm. And if he has already committed, if he has committed the offense, maybe I mean, you recover what you are paying him from his terminal benefit or whatever. And it's a win-win. You don't lose anything. Mm -hmm. But situations where, I mean, uh, managers, uh, CEOs, HR people, uh, just send people away that we are doing investigations and we'll get back to you. To me, it's most unfair. And best practice, large corporations don't do that. Okay. Discipline must be administered fairly and not intimidating. The procedure, channel for employee grievances, redress is available and known to all employees. The grievance handling system is known. I've already said that it must be operational because in most organizations, in fact, I, 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 I wonder how many employees have filed a grievance before. Either they are not aware of the grievance process or they know that that will come out from the grievance process. That's why I say it must be operational grievance handling process. The environment is devoid of high-handedness and arbitrariness. Capriciousness. Can I use those words? Can I use those words? Please go ahead. Okay. <laughs> it must be devoid of capriciousness, high-handedness, and arbitrariness. Mm. Mean. What do you mean? I'm the boss over here. Okay, let me end it over here so I don't use any of those <laughs> words again. So, that's very yes. important. Yes. Very important. Terminations are fair using just cause, not at will principle. Mm. Um, we, we have moved away from at will principle in terminating people, disciplining people, that we reserve the right. The law we have now says that me, we must terminate employee based on just cause. Mm. mean, and the onus for proving that we are terminating on just based on just cause. Mean, the law says the manager, the employer must prove it. Mm. So go where there is, when we beat our chest and say that, hey, mean, is the work for you? What do you mean? I brought you here. The same way that you can also take pen and paper and tell me that today I've designed. Take it. When we want to, we cannot do that. And I think you're you're so right because there has been a couple of examples in industry where there has been, if you like, unfair termination, or the workers have seen their termination as unfair, and they've gone to court, you know, against the employer, sure. and they've won. I mean, recently there was a huge payout. I won't mention names. Okay. But you see, you get the initial satisfaction as an employer when you do what you do without recourse to the law. Yeah. But it always comes back. Yeah. And that's the point you're making. Sure, yeah. sure. And <clears throat> can you imagine that this an employee you have hired for the past 10 years, have spent a lot of money in training him to acquire skills and knowledge. So when it comes to dealing with such employees, mm. we've got to take our time. We have to take our time. Then um, those corporations... Large ones, medium-sized ones, small-scale ones, 
based on mm -hmm. our research, best practices, one of the things that they also do is that they have a system that proactively enables them to identify employees' needs and address them. Before they become an issue. Before they become an issue. You see, um, when we say we address them, people should relax. I'm not saying that they should pay them. When workers come up with an issue and I said address them, I'm not necessarily saying that pay them the money they are asking for. Mm. Because, yeah, a good no, we cannot do this, well-crafted and said, is as good as if you can do it for them. Let, let, let yeah. me say it again. A no, that has been well-crafted, explained, and said in a humane manner, in a civil manner, mm. is as good as when you can do it for the worker. And I think that you shared some examples at the beginning of this conversation yes. where, you know, oft oftentimes people in the position of the employer yeah. feel that there is a certain prejudice. Yeah. And I, I mean, to be fair to them, it's not just them. People on both sides of the divide come to the conversation with a prejudice that they're not going to listen to me. The other party says they're going to come and ask for something unreasonable. So there's already a prejudice. But you're so right. Effective handling of this process has shown through research and through your examples you've given here on the show that if it is handled properly to the point where communication and comprehension is achieved sure. on both sides of the divide, right? a no could very well, or a wait, yeah. could very well be the answer sure. that assuages sure. the, the excitement to, you know, that people right. bring to the conversation. Right. And, and then I'm sure the question will be, but how do you get through to them? You get through to them when the other person, when both of you has, have achieved comprehension. It's like communication. Yeah. Until I understand what you're saying and I agree with you. I mean, you are not communicating to me. Not at all. It's, it's a very strong point you're yeah. making. And I just want yeah. you to. Yeah. Because that's a ba the basis of all of this conversation. Yeah. Handling it humanely. Yeah. And that's what you're talking about, communication. Yeah. Yeah. Just drive that point home a bit more for yeah. me, if you will. You see, like the situation we have currently on our labor scene. Mm. Um, I, I, I know organized labor and the head of the TUC did the negotiations on behalf of their members. Mm -hmm. So, um, and they believe that we got the best for them, for their, for their members. Um, how was the communication done to them, the, their members? Said that after their leaders have stood up for them and did what they believed means their mm -hmm. best, I mean, they are today I mean, of their workplaces, and they're saying that, hey, I mean, we are not going to, not at all, mm -hmm. of our dead bodies, mm -hmm. and those kind of things. You know, when I listened to Dr. Ban yesterday, mm. I felt sorry for him. Mm. <laughs> you get me? Mm. Because to him, he did his job in good faith, and with all the strength and the knowledge that he has to mm. So after, I mean, he got the four things plus the 4% or this, but I don't know what mm -hmm. it is. And today the workers are saying, no, it probably, um, it depends on how they also communicated, how they have gotten mm -hmm. for them. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. So communicating the no 
is very important. How you do it. How you do it. So, no. So, I think we should do a whole show on communicating no as an answer oh, effectively. We can, oh, we can do it. Oh, <laughs> Maybe yeah. in the future we can do it. Oh, we can it. do it. You know, this, 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 what we have started now, mm. we are just scratching it. Mm. I mean, understandable because there's no time Naturally. and there's a pressure on. Uh -huh. yeah. we'll, we'll find time and go through, get into more details. Uh -huh. Get into greater details. Mm. For, I mean, our employers, when I'm talking about that landry owner, I'm not talking about necessarily about the large corporations, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about that landry owner, that fashion designer who has seven workers mm -hmm. working for him or her, that block maker. This, what we are talking about, goes for them too. Goes for them. And uh, I pray they are listening so that they can pick uh, yeah before we go on mm. um i think we were talking about giving a quiz today and the quiz is this okay in the order of priority mm -hmm. for good business for profitable business mm -hmm. I mean, for long-term business for enduring for sustained. enduring and sustained <laughs> business which of these three categories of people mm -hmm. Do you think it's more important? Is the most important? Okay. The customers, mm -hmm. the employer, mm -hmm. and the employees. Okay, that's a question for today's quiz on masterclass. <laughs> We're going to be getting interactive in a few minutes because today we won't be able to get interactive for a bit more. And um, before we get interactive, though, we'll, all, we'll take a quick message from our sponsors. But we'll take a few more points from Miss okay. um, Agbai, and then in a few minutes we will get. Um, interactive, and I want them to. You will repeat the question when we get there, so okay. that they can. So just give us a few more tidbits, just thirty okay. seconds, and then we get interactive. So, uh, in you know, you know, in union environments, the union articulates the needs and the requests of workers. Correct. In non-unionized environment, those views are not easily articulated. Mm. I'm talking about workers' needs. So, managements in non-unionized environments must take pains. To find out what the needs of the workers are. You see, feedback is important. Mm. If we end up always only taking, I mean, giving our employees top down, do this, do that, do that, do that, and we don't allow bottom up, we can have problems with addressing needs, identifying needs, and addressing them. I want to say again, and in fact, emphasize that. Mm -hmm. When I say we should address the needs of workers, I'm not saying that necessarily. Oblige. Oblige and pay their money. We're saying engage. Engage. Please hold that thought for me. Okay. When we say address workers' needs, we are not saying necessarily oblige. We are saying engage. We want to get interactive. But before we do that, we take a quick message from our sponsors. We'll be right back. moments of increasing uncertainties, firms are compelled to seek tailored solutions to reduce risk and grow their businesses. For startup investors, SMEs and business owners, First Code Management Services provides advisory and facilitation support for company formation and business setup, corporate secretarial and business compliance, accounting, research and market entry, as well as training and capacity building. First Code Management Services is your first point of call for your management support services. Talk to us today. Call us on 0302-297-2263 or 0302-297-2263. 
0242-242-7264. Locate us at 60A Westlands Boulevard, West Lagos, or visit firstcodelimited.com for more. Industry. Get it right. on-air business development program Joy Business Masterclass is in session and you can interact with us on Facebook via the Joy 99.7 FM or Joy Business pages. If you tweet, the handle is at Joy 997 FM or at Joy Business GH. Don't forget to hashtag JB Masterclass. You can also call us on 0302-216541 or send your questions and contributions through to the WhatsApp number 551 and our facilitators will address your concerns. Attention, everyone. Class is in progress. Welcome back. If you've just tuned in, this is Masterclass, and we're getting interactive in a few minutes. But before we do that, here's some great news from Goyle. If you have any motor vehicle of any kind, here's what Goyle has to say. Goyle's higher-grade fuels have been tried and tested and proven and accepted over the years as the most suitable for all engine types, including the latest vehicles with the most modern engines. In addition to these superior quality, Goyle's higher-grade fuels are further fortified with the XP3 additive multifunctional enhancer, which is more efficient, eco-friendly, and are sold at no extra cost. Goyle's higher-grade fuel will come in Goyle Super XP, Raw 95, and Diesel XP, which are sold in every Goyle station and not just selected stations. So what Goyle is saying to us today is that fill up with Goyle's higher-grade diesels everywhere you go at any Goyle filling station. Goyle, they say good energy. Goyle, Yenara, Yedia. If you're setting up a company of any... Any type or any kind, and you need any assistance with your accounting, your research, your training, capacity building, bookkeeping, first code management services are your, are your place to go right now. They're saying that you can locate them at 60A Westlands Boulevard, or you can visit them at www.firstcodelimited.com. You can give them a call today on 0302-297-2263 or 0302-297-2264. If you're also looking for any needs regarding your university education, Lancaster University is your first stop and your last stop also. They are saying that they are the only British university campus in West Africa. By all means, get in touch with Lancaster University and they will be able to address all your needs regarding your university education. Phone lines are now open. Numbers to call 0302-216-541. That's 0302-216-541. Pick up that phone. Give us a call. Today, we conclude the conversation on labor relations, industrial relations. What's your situation in your place of work? Are you an employer? Are you an employee? What are you going through? What's the best way in which you think you can handle the grievances that exist between your employers and your employees? Today, we're sharing thoughts and we're saying here on the show, as we've said in the last three weeks, that the best way to do this is to achieve mutual understanding and, and not necessarily going to court or having arbitration done. That's the last resort. But otherwise, try and do this with the humanity that is in us. Pick up that phone and give us a call. 0302216541. You can also send us your comments on 0551111997. We're also streaming live on Facebook, so you can post your questions there and the production team will make sure that we have it. Numbers to call again, 0302216541. Mr. Bai, let's keep talking while okay. we wait for the phone lines to okay. ring. Yes. Um, then another practice, management practice that we have noted is that the management care and they demonstrate that they care. You know, when we say we care, um, it should be demonstrated. It should be demonstrated that we care. Um, For instance, there's nothing wrong with a manager coming to work in the morning and tapping the shoulder 
of a staff. How are you? How is your family? How are they doing? Last time you you, you told me that uh, your last son was not doing too well. How is he doing today? Mm. Those are some of the things that workers want to see. And when you do that, you can be sure mm. that, hey, I mean, they'll open up to you. Show that you care. You care. And don't just do it, but mean it. Demonstrate it. I have a caller on the line. Good afternoon. You're welcome to Masterclass. Your name, where you're calling from. Hello. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, my brother. Yeah, this is Mohammed. Talk to me, Mohammed. I love, I love this program. Thank you, Mohammed. Uh, the guy is blessed. I hope we'll be getting something like this. Every business sector will boom mm. because of it's giving us background of how to make it. Mm. Look, I work with one madam in Nigeria, and I have a friend. He's a fashion designer. He works on the machine designing. When the boss comes, look at the guy and say, ah, this my machine is working. Ah, the machine will go When the boss said that and then went out, the guy's best get up from the machine. And I asked him why. He said, did I hear what the boss said? I said, what did the boss say? He said, the machine is working. Instead of him to praise him as a worker, he's yeah. praising the machine. Yeah. So he went out and leave the work. When the boss came, the, the boss began to ask him, don't you know that people are coming to take their test? He said, but you say your machine is working. Mm. So your machine should work for you. Mm. It's not that the boss coming to his senses, begging the allergy import. He said, no, it's too late. So this guy over there at home, the guy is blessed. So it's, it's giving us motivation. Mm. So may God bless him. Thank you Thank so you much. much. Thank you so much, Mohammed. That was Mohammed calling us and uh, sharing some thoughts. He's actually um, commending the work that we're doing here. Mm-hmm. I've got um, Sarah a manful on Facebook. Sarah says, great topic for discussion. And I've got Seth Adeng. Seth says, our former director at Valco, he's fantastic and has got intelligence in all aspects of HR. That's um, one of your former... I see. One of your former staff. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for the compliment. Right. Um, okay, so I've got Michael Yao on Facebook. Um, trying to see what... Michael says, I think the employees are very important because they will be... They will go on to exhibit good customer relations, which is good for the business. I suppose that's what he's saying. Yeah. And that, I think, is in response to the, the question quiz. you asked. Yeah. That which of these three... Uh, uh, um, priority it, yeah. in terms of priority, the customer, yes, the employer, the employer, and then the employee, and the employee. Which of these three do you think are important? That's a quiz question for today. Pick up that phone, give us a call again, and then let's share some thoughts on zero three zero two two one six five four one. You were making some, um, okay, sharing some thoughts. Yeah, um, uh, time is we are running out of time. There's one important management practice mm. that we have also made out that successful businesses. And by definitions, I mean they have good record of management worker relations. Mm. Is that they care about their credibility. In fact, the protection of their credibility is so key to them. You know, credibility is not bought at Madison Square. Mm. It is end. Mm. And you can have several years of credibility. One little act that you do will wipe away everything that you have. So, is, so you lose it faster than you oh, earn you it. Oh, you lose it faster than you earn it. Yeah. You lose it faster. Management people must work hard to protect their credibility. Mm. They must work hard. They must be honest to fault. Mm. If, you have to, if you have to renege on a promise, do that promptly, explaining why it has to be so. Mm. And me, 
the trust that you have earned with the workers should not be broken just of a small or a little thing that the worker views as a dishonest behavior on the part of management. In other words, we say that, oh, his mouth is taking blah, blah. In other words, I mean, when, when the manager is trying to explain, his, that, oh, I didn't say this. Oh, no, this is what I meant. You could see that he's not saying it well with confidence. Mm. Then the worker knows that he's lying. Stop shifting the goalposts. Stop shifting the goalposts. If you cannot do for us, tell us you cannot do for us. You know, talking about the goalposts, there's a quick question I wanted to ask. Yeah. You made a point earlier about the fact that um, if the company makes a lot of profit, yeah. it doesn't necessarily mean that all of it should, um, should be given to the workers. No. But in fairness also, is it not also the case that um, then the lack of financial performance should not also be used as a reason not to increase? Because, you see, this is where the disquiet comes from. When you are unable to increase my rates or give me what I want, you come to me and say, we are not doing well. Yeah. Then when I know we are doing well, you say, if we are doing well, should you give me... I know it's not a simple see, but answer, know, but do, in 30 seconds, talk do, to us. Do you know something? Talk to us. Some organizations have been able to hold their workers even in the face of no salary. That's true. When, when, when they run to cash flow and they call their workers. That's true. They say, oh, don't worry. We know when you have the money, you pay us. And also know by extension that when the business is doing well, you see to them. Mm. I'm talking about uh, now moving to engagement because I think we are running out of time. Engagement. Engagement. I have only 45 seconds for that. Wow. <laughs> the, me, you, there are things that you, do, you must do to engage your workers. Mm. Demonstrate care. You see, of late, you can see people branding shirts, T-shirts, round, I mean, round necks mm. for their workers. Mm. They are all part of the engagement strategies. Even churches are doing it. So, um, luncheons, engaging luncheons with them. Sports awards. Sports awards, you know. And then, hey. You were the first person to come to work today, continuously from Monday to Friday. Here's a voucher of 100 cities for lunch. Exactly. And open day. Yeah. At the end of the year, you can have an open day. Not, nothing, not too expensive. And if the company can afford it, let them come with their spouses. Mm. Get a combo. Yeah. Let them dance. Let them mean. It's the little things that matter. The, little, these are engagement strategies yeah. that most very big corporations are even doing now. Mm. So when you see people with Joy FM staff t shirt mm. or round neck, I mean, it's an engagement strategy. Engagement strategy. We've been having this conversation for the last three weeks. I know there's so much content and I wish we could continue. <laughs> We're struggling to cram them. I've got one minute. If we should forget everything we've talked about in the last three weeks, what should we walk away from this conversation with? 60 seconds. What, what should we walk away from this conversation with? I want the employer and the worker to understand that when the business does well, the workers will also do well. And how, how, how do we get the business to do well? When we have, I mean, the desired atmosphere for productivity and profit and I mean, conflict, resolu conflict uh, um, uh, resolution. If you don't have a good atmosphere, I mean, it will be difficult for you to resolve conflicts in the organization. So, please, our students, we are saying that good worker management relations is vital for their business. They are far more important 
in most cases than the technology mm. and the logistics. The logistics are good when you put them, you, 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 you press the knob, they begin to work, but after some time, they begin to misbehave mm. because somebody has not greased it and it's the worker that must grease it. The worker must grease it. If there are any HR professionals listening to us or people in charge of personnel, wherever in their companies, you, Electra, are the CIHRMP. Yes. Where can they get help and who and where do they go? Instead of human resource management, I mean, 